Hello and welcome to Quiz Time India, India's first trivia podcast. This is your host and quiz master Aditya. And this week on the podcast, we have quiz master extraordinaire Manas Deep. What Amitabh Bachchan did in Lagan, Stanford University, and in some places in Britain, it has a cricket connect, a big, big cricket connect. Manoj Bajpayee, one best actor for Bosle, was a contemporary of Meera Nair. I'm sure. In Group Two. You had Austria, West Germany, Chile, and Algeria. So fasten your seat belts and put on your thinking caps. The show is about to begin. Quiz time, India. Welcome to Quiz Time, India. My name is Aditya, and I'm your host and quiz master. Another week, another episode, and as always, we kick off with some trivia. Did you know? Beyonce has released more perfumes than albums. As a teenager, Xi Jinping, president of China, lived in a cave. If you didn't know such Sherlock Holmes and John Watson of facts, then you have come to the right place. Quiz Time India, the podcast. Before we move on to this week's episode, I need to take a tiny moment to thank Ramesh, Mahati, Nitin, Prakash, Shobha, and Dylan. For donating to the show to help grow this podcast, just like last time's donors, you folks will receive a bonus episode too. Remember, we work on a pay what you like basis, so you can contribute whatever amount you like. Links are in the description, and while you are there in the description, do check out the link to Discontent, the newsletter in which you will find a lot of interesting stuff: movies, music, podcasts, and articles. Handpicked by not algorithms, but by humans and for humans. Now, getting on with the show. Up next is the audience question. Last week on the show, we had Deepak Kirti Chaudhary, and this was his question for the audience. Uh, my audience question is: In 1953, the curiously named India Cultural League became the first team. from outside bengal to win the ifa shield because prior to that mohan bagan and east bengal used to mm. dominate the uh, football tournaments so in 1953 india mm. cultural league won ifa shield they defeated mohan bagan in the semi finals and east bengal in the finals to lift the shield the question is that why was india cultural league so named and who was the manager of the team and the correct answer was manager of the indian cultural league in 1953 was pran the actor the team was named indian cultural league because bollywood celebrities were the main sponsors of the team in the sense that they provided most of the financial support and among all the correct answers that we got the one that we have chosen as the winner this week is indranath mukherjee congratulations indranath thank you so much for sending in your answer And now to this week's guest. This week on the podcast we have Manas Deep. He was born, brought up and educated in Ranchi. As a matter of fact, his school, Jawahar Vidya Mandir Shamli, is also known as Doni School. Yeah, he wanted to be a cricket umpire, almost enrolled into the Armed Forces Medical College to become a doctor, and finally ended up becoming a mechanical engineer. Currently working as an automotive program manager at Pune. So without any further ado, This is Aditya Mathu your host and quiz master and up next is this week's episode of Quiz Time India
Hello Manas, welcome to Quiz Time India. It's good to have you here. It's been a while to get you here. There were a lot of technical difficulties, but finally we are here. I'm quite excited to listen to your questions because I've been following your quizzes, following all the questions that you've been putting across in all the WhatsApp groups that we are together in, and I am really looking forward to what you bring for me and what you bring for the audience. Yeah, thanks Aditya. Excited to be here. I have been following your podcast since the very first episode and Uh, as you said it took me some time to get here and some uh, what should we say technical glitches but then finally here we are yes so manas i'll just repeat the rules quickly for you and for the audience members who are joining us for the first time the rules are simple manas and i both have a set of questions ready with us and we will both take turns asking each other these questions what the other person has to do is find out the answer to the questions Each question will have a bunch of clues from the clues you have to come to the answer it's not competitive there is no time limit you can take your time and the idea is that together by the end of this entire exercise this entire episode we both should get to know some new interesting trivia some new interesting facts which help us in a way making sense of the world or in a way giving us some food for thought that is the entire idea of it so shall we start sure aditya learning to go all right So the first question coming for you Manas and I'll go ahead with it. So the first question that I have for you is from the world of science. We are going to the year 1851. Almost 170 years ago, there was this German physician called Karl Reinhold August Wunderlich. Now Karl Reinhold conducted millions of certain tests on humans. In fact, he was based out of Leipzig, so there he got hold of 25,000 patients on whom he conducted certain tests, thus setting a certain standard for normal human body. But this was in 1851. Recently, certain tests were performed at the Stanford University and some other tests were also performed in Britain which showed that humans have undergone a physiological change over time. Thus, Karl Reinhold's standard isn't particularly correct anymore. Now there are many hypotheses, many theories as to why have humans gone under this physiological change, and one of the most common ones is that humans now tend to have a better life than they had back in 1851. When I say better life, I mean life is easier, we have a better life expectancy, better healthcare, better hygiene, and because of that, there has been a population wide decline in inflammation and generally inflammation increases our metabolism and hence that has led to the physiological change in humans so what i want you to tell me what is this physiological change or what standard did karl reinhold august wunderlich set by doing his experiments did you get the entire question yeah i got it Uh, when you say uh, you had he had a sample size of twenty five thousand, do you mean yes. uh, they were evenly geographically distributed, or uh, I have something in my mind? I don't know much about it. What I know is that he was practicing in Leipzig, and there, over a duration, a long duration, he did some tests on twenty five thousand patients over years. It could have been over years. Different patients came. He just tested all of them for a certain thing. 
and that is when after all those testing that he came up with a standard okay i have uh, two guesses for this uh, mm-hmm. is this the average human blood pressure because they are saying that uh, our blood pressure which doctors would some till some years back say as 120 by 80 to be perfect mm-hmm. i think now they are talking of revising the scale to 130 by 90 or something is this the blood mm-hmm. pressure Interesting. I did not know that, but you are very, very close to the correct answer. Then it has to be uh, the average human temperature, thirty-seven degrees abs- C or whatever. You are absolutely correct. So when our hero, the German physician Karl Reinhold, did it, he conducted these tests, and through uh, these tests, he basically took a thermometer and uh, put it under the arm of people. and 25000 times he did it for different people and then he came up with a standard which was 98.6 but recently the studies which have happened in stanford university and in some places in britain have said that humans have undergone a physiological change as i said the reason which is uh, being given for it which to be honest i do not understand the entire entirety of it because i'm not a medical student what they've said is because our lifestyles have changed our life expectancy has changed our conditions have changed that has led to certain change in humans and now the new average body temperature for humans is 97.9 although it's not accepted medically but i mean everyone agrees that yes this change has happened i don't think medical bodies or as say who has agreed to it but that is what it was uh, now it's 97.9 and in fact as i said some of the research was done in britain and they tested it on 35000 british people and found the average to be 97.9 so you are off the mark well done that was the correct answer it was a brilliant question aditya brilliant brilliant question so that is how we go about it and now it's your turn to ask me the question and i'm looking forward to that one Okay so don't kill me for this which is the one sport that you've gotten sick of hearing questions on aditya uh i don't think i get sick of hearing questions and definitely not when it comes to sport but guessing it's you i'm guessing it will be a cricket question so it's it's it a cricket question i've tried to keep it as non cricketing as possible yes it has a cricket connect a big big cricket connect and uh, Mm-hmm. beautiful within court uh, cricketing connect so okay. what we are talking about is how a certain uh, very famous cricketer came mm-hmm. to be uh, named as what he is known to us as today okay so okay. this guy's dad describes mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in an interview to a one of our uh, electronic media giants i mm-hmm. am a hindu and come from a very humble family Hmm. Two streets away from my home in Triplicken lived an ex-army man called hmm. Dash Dash. I have redacted the name because of a certain reason. Okay. Dash was extremely fond of cricket and would come to watch us play at the marina ground. He took a hmm. liking for my game. Said Okay. Uh, the gentleman who has named this famous cricketer. So This gentleman follows by saying he did not have money to buy any books or pay his school fee and mm-hmm. the gentleman with the redacted name gave him mm-hmm. all the financial support so while okay. the army man took his last breath somewhere in the around 1999 a 
So okay. this this guy was blessed with a kid, and he decided to name the kid by the same redacted surname instead of Srinivasan, which he explains in uh, traditional South Indian style as follows: As per the Hindu custom, I whispered hmm. a god's name, Srinivasan, in his ear, but okay. I decided to name him Dash in memory of the man who had done so much for me. End okay. of quote. So I want you to give me the beautiful con- cricketing connect. How mm-hmm. someone who is very, very, very famous, especially since the last three to four months in context mm-hmm. of Indian cricket, how mm-hmm. that person came to be named? Who is the person we are talking about, basically? Okay, I think there were a couple of hints there, which I, I think, have led me to the answer. Although I'm not so sure. So let me just get all the facts. We are talking about a man who had a neighbor who was an army person, and the army person was really nice to this young kid. And when this young kid grew up and had a child of his own, instead of naming uh, a usual sort of uh, name which would which you would expect in that community, that place, and you mentioned Marina Beach, so I'm going to go with Chennai here. and uh, so then this kid instead of naming his uh, kid in a as you said a hindu traditional name chose to name the kid after the gentleman the from the army so now and you said 99 is when the army man passed away so i'm thinking it, it has to be some recent cricketer and the one from chennai whose name just stands out i don't have any other reason to go about here But one Chennai cricketer whose name stands out is Washington Sundar. So, is that the story behind why Washington Sundar is Washington Sundar? So you got it bang on. I, Sundar yeah. is the <laughs> that pause almost gave me tension. <laughs> yes, Sundar is the beautiful cricketing connect that I was talking of, ah, and the okay. name of this ex ex army man was Mr. P. D. Washington, and uh, Washington's dad. whose name is m sundar so sundar obviously the surname surname he carries from his dad so he he was a big cricket fan and uh, of course he didn't have money for education and that's where the army man came in so as a tribute to the army man washington sundar was so named and of course we all know why he is famous since now so 2020 i think as long as they play at gaba he'll be remembered i, I think as long as pat cummins is playing he will remember that one six <laughs> Absolutely, and what a brilliant answer! You hit it out of the park, Aditya. Marina Beach gave it away. So, and the fact that you said it was uh, the man passed on '99, so that gave me because there not not been many cricketers who come from Chennai in the last twenty uh, years. I mean, there's one that everyone knows is Ravi Ashwin, and I mean there have been a few. The Dinesh Karthik is there, but I know that Dinesh Karthik was named after Sunil Gavaskar's ad for Dinesh Textiles, if I'm not mistaken. His father saw yes, the ad of Sunil Gavas, so you're absolutely correct. So it kind of narrowed it down to Washington Sundar, and actually, I had no idea this was the story. It's it's such a weird, not a weird name, but a unique name that it obviously catches your attention. But I never looked into it. Thank you so much you're for t- that. Talking of unique names, you know, one of the most famous cricket questions over the. Pandemic has been that uh-huh. of a cricketer named Napoleon Einstein. I am sure you would have heard that name somewhere 
on different Napoleon groups Napoleon Einstein I'm, I'm assuming okay my guess is uh, this person played for Kerala I think so and he was I guess uh, part of the India under 19 team of 2008 along with Virat Kohli if I'm not wrong he was a part oh. of I think the first edition or the first two editions of IPL and then I think he just uh, kind of dropped off the radar into the shadows yes back to you Aditya great answer quick reminder to everyone who is listening if you're tired by the same old suggestions made by netflix or your music library has the same songs on repeat it means you are discontent which is incidentally the name of my new newsletter we are three editions in check that out at studio41.substack.in yep studio41.substack.in and now to the next question So I have a very recent question uh something which happened quite recently we are recording this in the first week of April this news came out i think in the last week of March the national awards were announced this year for the films from the year January 1st to 31st December 2019 so in 2021 they released the national awards for all the films which came out in the year 2019 Manoj Bajpayee one best actor for bosley along with dhanush who won it for asuran kangana ranaut famously won it for manikarnika and panga one award that i am really happy for is girish gangadharan who won it for best cinematography for jalikattu best screenplay went to tashkent files you can read into it however you want best feature film in hindi went to chichore but In this entire list towards the end was one name which just caught my attention and that is where the next question comes Can you Manas tell me who won the golden lotus or the swarn kamal along with a cash prize of 50000 for best narration slash voice over Since I do a whole lot of voice over work this was quite interesting for me that first of all there is a national award for it so fingers crossed for that but the fact that this person won was really interesting can you tell me who won this year's golden lotus or swarn kamal national award for best narration slash voice over we are talking of 2019 year right yes not a not a real is it a hindi movie that we are talking of can you at least tell me that has been released in hindi okay Uh, I'll let you have a crack then I'll give you some hint which will possibly get you closer. Let's see where you are right now first. Just thinking. Mhm. Can't can't recall. You you saying that someone was it's it's like someone like uh, what Amitabh Bachchan did in Lagan kept uh, giving the uh, context during the uh, uh, movie. Yeah, yeah, a narration. So okay, let me tell you this. It is not for a feature film. So uh, Lagan was a feature film with a narration by uh, Amitabh Bachchan. This is more sort of in the documentary zone where there was a narration or a voiceover throughout the entire film. And for this this person won the award. Mm, I really have no idea on this. Don't even watch many movies. Okay, let me tell you what this thing was. What right. the movie which won? This movie actually did uh, not only won a national award for best voiceover 
or narration. It also won won an award for best exploratory film. The film was called Wild Karnataka. This was a documentary film in uh, which came out in 2019. It was an ultra HD natural history documentary on the Indian state of Karnataka's rich biodiversity. It was produced by Amogvarsha JS and Kalyan Verma, and the theme music was composed by Grammy-winning composer and music producer Ricky Cage, or Cage. K-E-G is his name. What you need to tell me is who narrated this I think, documentary. I think you just gave it. You, you just gave it away with Wild Karnataka, I think. Is is this a non-Indian? Yes. So I think I've got my answer. It's at either of the... Who, uh-huh. It has to be either of the Attenborough brothers. Richard or David, which one is it? This is David, Sir David Attenborough, the famous Sir David Attenborough, who does a whole lot of stuff, especially when it comes to uh, natural uh, documentaries. He was called on to do this documentary called Wild Karnataka. Uh, David Attenborough, he is the younger brother of the late director, producer, actor Richard Attenborough from Jurassic Park. And there's another brother called John Attenborough, who was a, who took a totally different field. He was into automobiles and he was somewhere in a nine to five type of job where he was selling automobiles for a company. Oh, I wasn't aware of a John. Yeah. A so nice, nice question. So David Attenborough is the only person to have won a BAFTA for programs in each of black and white, color, HD, 3D and 4K. So that ah, is one unique qualification that he has. I think now that I have heard this fact, it will be very difficult to not recall it. It's very yeah, interesting. I, mean, I was surprised when I saw, I was just going through the list wall one and I suddenly see Sir David Attenborough. And I was like, Ye hua yaar? then I see the do- documentary. I had heard of the documentary. I had not seen it. And then I saw like, oh yeah, it is Sir David Attenborough who has sat down and done the entire voiceover for it. Can you tell me, by the way, who did the Hindi voiceover? For this uh, documentary. Take a guess. Hindi voiceover. Another national award winner. If I'm not mistaken, has definitely won a national award. Maybe two for that matter. A Bollywood actor? Yes. Amir Khan? No, no. Has Amir Khan won a national award? Maybe. Rangde Basanti or something. Is this, is this Nasiruddin Shah? He no, does no, a, quite a lot of voiceover. Yeah, he would do a very good job at voiceover. This is someone from the younger batch. I'll just give it to you actually. There is not much to play here. So it was Rajkumar Rao who did it in Oh, Hindi. nice. Yes, he certainly can do this. He's, yeah. I think he has some great voice modulation skills. Yeah. So that was the story of Wild Karnataka. I think the documentary is out on Discovery+. Plus. Do check it out. Since I was framing this question, I did watch some bits of it. And it's just very well shot. As I said, it's one of the first documentaries, uh, wildlife documentaries, which is shot in Ultra HD. And if you have the device in at your place, you can really see the how well it's been shot. I'll certainly do that. Like a you know, quizzer of my generation, I'm taking copious notes here. And I'll go back <laughs> to this. So excellent. All really right. set the bar high with that question. So should uh, I move on to my second question? Okay. Mm-hmm. So we've done biology, we've done uh-huh. cricket, uh-huh. we've done entertainment. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to move a bit towards brands. 
ठीक okay? है सो वी आर टॉकिंग अबाउट ही हियर ही विद इन इन्वर्टेड कॉमर्स सो दिस और और रादर लेट्स वंस अगेन यूज द वेरिएबल एक्स टू डिस्क्राइब दिस क्रिएचर फॉर लैक ऑफ अ बेटर वर्ड एक्स अ क्रिएशन बाय अ मैवरिक बिजनेस लीडर लेट मी गिव यू द नेम ऑफ द बिजनेस लीडर एज वेल दिस गाय वॉज समन कॉल्ड बॉबी कुका फ्रॉम द वर्ल्ड ऑफ टाटाज बॉबी Bobby what Bobby Bobby Kuka Kuka K U K A and an artist who worked with uh, J Walter Thompson so this mm-hmm. creation was initially meant to serve as a design for a memo pad okay however these two creators ultimately ended up thinking that he symbolized graciousness and high living and thus mm-hmm. the he or x ultimately found a very unique association with the said brand today mm-hmm. he is recognized the world over over time having assumed different forms like that of mm-hmm. a lover boy in paris a sumo mm-hmm. wrestler in tokyo a pavement artist a red indian and a monk among others so which mm-hmm. approximately 75 year old multiple award winner has been described here ah uh, you did mention somewhere there was a tata link yes right did. could you repeat that what was the tata link so the the, the this has something to do with the tata company hmm or at least a tata company then the linkage hmm. is around hmm. 75 years old as an additional hint the brand may not be doing uh, so too well. great these days yes but uh, in the last year or so they've really hmm. earned kudos in these difficult times for achieving yeah. nearly something impossible that's i think as good a hint as i can give you on this question yeah i think uh, i got it i mean the tata hint definitely helped and the fact that we are going so back in time one of the entities which the tata owned was an airlines and which ended up becoming uh, which was nationalized and became air india or indian airlines so am i on the right track you're on the perfect track as as was the case in the first two questions aditya and then i think this must be the mascot of air india indian airlines so we are talking about the maharaja which kind of makes sense that for different places they kind of made uh, the maharaja sort of unke rang mein dal diya basically for the lack of a better phrase in english so it must be the maharaja of air india yes yes absolutely perfect i think they were very very ahead of their times in the kind of marketing they did yeah, if you yeah, just try and go way. through the archives then mm-hmm. you'll see some fabulous maharaja ads by air india i didn't know it was supposed to be for a like a design for a memo pad i didn't know that yeah i also came across this i think one of these late late nights 2 o'clock madness just searching for some <laughs> random videos right exactly i went down several rabbit holes and you started uh, one place i actually uh, came to know some uh, something quite recently uh, probably you heard of this that uh, air india this is post independence now it's air india i don't remember actually what was the taj ka airlines called do you have any idea about that so not the taj ka the tata airline so it started as the tata airline it was named okay. air india uh, before and only even when it was being owned by the tata But okay in achha. 19 ha uh, it was somewhere in 1970s or something when it became nationalized i'm not sure aha uh-huh. okay okay so uh, i was reading kahin pe to some quiz somewhere i found this 
and it was quite interesting that Air India wanted uh, to design some stuff, especially ashtrays, uh, for their flights. This is back in the day; you could smoke in the air and whatnot. And they got hold of Salvador Dali, the Spanish surrealist painter, and Dali did, in fact, paint those ashtrays. There were only few of them left now. and i'm assuming those are collector edition right now and in return can you take a guess as to what dali asked he didn't ask for any money yes yes i am aware about this uh-huh. dali had actually asked for an indian elephant and i think air india was able to get one to him if i remember correctly yeah they delivered a baby elephant to salvador dali because that's what he wanted for payment amazing story really yeah uh, what should i say really right print Salvador Dali, interesting. So wonderful, no? How one question leads to another, and then the yeah, proverbial yeah, yeah. rabbit hole opens itself. Absolutely. Quick reminder: if you are enjoying the show, please do consider supporting it by donating whatever amount you like. Yes, pay what you like. Listeners can go to instamojo dot com slash at the rate studio forty one. Or PayPal.me/studio41pod, instamojo.com/at-the-rate-studio41, or PayPal.me/studio41pod. And now to the next question. So this question is from the world of sports, football to be precise. And this is, as you had put earlier, uh, for cricket. This is a non-footballing football question. But there is a lot happening here, so pay attention. We are going to Spain. This is the 1982 Football World Cup, the first round, and Group Two. So 1982 World Cup was in Spain. In Group Two, you had Austria, West Germany, Chile, and Algeria. Now Algeria, if I'm not mistaken, it was the first game ever in World Cup. In the first game, they beat West Germany. then they lost to austria then they beat chile and what all of this led to was a very interesting game there was this final game as i said the group had austria west germany chile and algeria chile was pretty much going out now it was a three way fight between austria west germany and algeria the last game was going to be between austria and west germany and If Austria won or drew, Austria and Algeria would go. If Germany won by three goals, Germany and Algeria would go. So if West Germany won, but they won by less than three goals, Austria and West Germany would go. Does that yeah, make sense? Yes. Great. So Austria, Germany, different possibilities depending on that. either austria germany or algeria can go so the match started austria versus west germany in the first 10 minutes germany scored a goal so far so good after that both the teams simply passed the ball around basically inconsequential passes if i have the ball i'll just pass it to my goalkeeper who will pass it outside then the wall will come back i'll just kick it to the other side goalkeeper the goalkeeper will push it back no one made any consequential pass or a consequential effort or any legitimate effort to score a goal and then people understood what was happening austria and west germany 
had both planned it in a way so that Algeria goes out. If Austria would have won, Algeria would have gone through. If uh, West Germany would have gone with three goals, Algeria would have gone and one of these teams wouldn't have gone. So both the teams decided beforehand, they'll play in such a way that Algeria goes out and these two teams go through. Of course, the next day it became a major news sensation because Algeria was thrown out because these two teams did not play fairly. And the match was played in a place called Gijon, uh, is G-I-J-O-N in Spain. And the match is called as Disgrace of Gijon. There was big newspaper reports the next day and a huge international outcry, especially in the sporting circles, because of this game. Now, Manas, can you tell me, because of all this, what decision was taken which is applicable for all footballing events because of this massive outrage? So, we are saying here that Algerians had no control over the outcome of the Germany versus Austria match. Having already Mm -hmm. played all of their league matches, right? Is that what you are saying? Absolutely. Well put, yes. Okay. So, I think this would have something to do with the fact that if if any of the teams in the group have Mm -hmm. a prior knowledge of the final status of all teams as regards the points and goal difference, etc. Then Mm there is a chance of uh, quid pro quo happening. And therefore, Mm -hmm. I think my guess would be nowadays we'll see uh, the final group stage matches uh, being played at exactly the same time so that uh, uh, nobody can, in all fairness, uh, inf- try and influence the result of uh, either of the matches. That is, that correct? is a sterling answer. That is exactly what happens. So nowadays, if you are playing a Euro Cup or if you are playing a World Cup or a Copa America or any such tournament, the final group games are played at the same time so that no team can know for certain what the impact of their game will be. So every team tries their best to win. You are absolutely correct. And the reason for this is because of this one game, which is called the disgrace of Kijan. Nice, nice question. So there are many uh, other such games. There was one game uh, between Thailand and Indonesia. Thailand won the game 3-2. There, an Indonesian defender, so it was 2-2, an Indonesian defender scored an own goal so that their team wouldn't have to face Vietnam in the next round. So they scored an own goal and let Thailand play Vietnam. There's another incident where... uh, This is quite interesting, actually. There's one incident in which a team scored 149 own goals. Yes, because I think they I was, were protesting. I was going to actually narrate this to you. This also happened in the Africas, I believe. I yeah. think not only were they protesting, I think the other team needed to at least score one goal or something. I am I am not sure. Uh-huh. Uh, they they kept they kept the ball in their halves and close to one fifty <laughs> own goals were scored, right? And I think their yeah, manager yeah. was suspended for a period of several years. And several of the players were also suspended. I I came across this very interesting article maybe last month or so. Yeah, so they were protesting a referee decision from the previous match. So they just took this match and won 49 home goals. Okay, so we are once again talking of a very tall uh, business leader here. This business leader was a contemporary of Mira Nair. I'm sure who know, you know who Mira Nair is. And uh, Suni Taraporwala. We know Suni Taraporwala from the Salam Bombay movie at Harvard University. And hence, he said 
this leader he says that he developed an interest in film making he also credits his mother with uh, this trait his mother mm-hmm. herself as it happens at a point of time had shifted to then bombay and actually made a film with director kishor sahu before she okay. met uh, before she met this business leader's father and left the industry so okay. coming back to the uh, industry leader so this leader at a point of time had actually decided to pursue a full time career in film making before mm-hmm. settling on architecture however since howard didn't have a degree course on the subject he finally graduated in liberal arts but at the mm-hmm. same time the movie bug never left him and so his thesis film was actually shot at mahakumbh in allahabad at 1977 so all i want you to tell me is who is this tall uh, business leader from our country who pretty much remains in daily news interesting that you mentioned tall so i'm assuming that's a hint there it's a literal tall but we'll go to that later what is interesting is meera nair suni tarapurwala tarapurwala or is that the correct yes, last that's name? correct suni tarapurwala that's correct and this person were students at harvard yes that's correct and of course meera nair went on to make a whole lot of movies suni tarapurwala wrote salam bombay and she did a whole lot of work uh, outside of uh, films also this person's mother had once acted in a movie with kishor sahu not sure if she had acted not sure if she had acted what okay. he mentions in the interview is that she'd made a film with the director by the name of kishor sahu mhm and, and when then, we say tall uh, we don't actually mean physically tall we okay, mean tall okay. as in uh, a giant of the industry yes we're talking stature here yeah okay So I thought we were going by uh, you know the beautiful name of Washington Sundar I thought there was a clue there <laughs> no not really okay so ha huh, so his uh, mother uh, she had worked on a film with Kishore Sahu and then she left films or whatever and then got married perhaps had uh, this young boy or uh, I think it's a boy I'm assuming for now and then this person had a interest in films made a thesis film at the mahakumbh quite interesting and has yes. had a interest in filmmaking ever since but now these days pretty much in news every other day and is known for their business uh stature yes if it helps this business leader actually is quite active on twitter you might see him also professing his love for photography by sharing some old photographs that he might have perhaps clicked at the time of that uh, movie that he made and also some photographs that he may have clicked here and there i just have one name when you when it comes to you know business uh people who are really active on twitter i think the name is anand mahindra i'm not so sure if any of the other things is true is it anand mahindra perfect aditya it is mr anand mahindra I think him and uh, Mr. Harsh Goenka are the two Indian businessmen who are pretty, pretty much active on Twitter. And huh. it, if the story is to be believed, it could have been director Anand Mahindra and not business actor Anand Mahindra. It's I a very, no very interesting story. This. I think he also, 
I am not sure if you know, but the Maharashtra hmm. CM is also a very uh, passionate photographer. And I think ha, 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 ha. Mr. Mr. Mahindra last year at some time in a Twitter post congratulated him for some photographs or something. If I'm not wrong, when I was searching for this question, I found that tweet somewhere. I was in a Bombay library. I don't know how I ended up in a library. I just saw a library. I entered the library, and there I found there were a few coffee table books, and there I found a book by Uddhav Thackeray, which was photographs by Uddhav Thackeray of. If I'm not mistaken, I mean, I couldn't read Marathi, so I'm not so sure if I got it right. But it was all uh, the uh, medieval forts of Maharashtra, and there were some amazing pictures in there. So if anyone can uh, get their hands on it, probably share it with me too. The photographs that will be a great big help. And is the Anand Mahindra film available anywhere? Not really sure about that, Aditya. I think we'll have to search for it, but I'm sure it can be. arranged if one has the right contacts we'll probably we just need to call i think you need to call mira nair or suni tarapur wala they will arrange for you <laughs> let's hope so all right so that brings us to the end of this episode but we have one last step to cover which is the audience question So Manas you have a question ready what we do is you ask the question and our audience members spread across the world whenever they're listening to the episode all they have to do is if they think that they know the answer if they definitely do know that they know the answer all they have to do is reach out to us and on social media at rate quiz time india on instagram or on facebook this is a studio 41 podcast so you can reach out to us on at the rate podcast studio 41 on facebook instagram and twitter and that is what you can do so manas go ahead and uh, ask us the audience question sure aditya so how can it be anything but you know cricket so bhaiyo evam behno bharat ka tyohar ipl aane wala hai so we are talking about a Uh, about a young and promising cricketer in the IPL arena in the recent times so this gentleman started his cricket career pretty early and in fact led his school side at the school world cup in aligarh when he was barely 7 years old uh, cut to a decade later he almost ended up missing leading the indian team in the under 19 world cup when he and his father were involved in a road accident under his captaincy this team in that under 19 world cup which he was finally able to join for the team won five consecutive matches before losing in the finals against west indies now this young guy coming to ipl he reportedly expressed a desire to play for either the chennai super kings which many people would say is because he had a role model of his playing there or rajasthan royals but ultimately he was picked up by the gujarat lions at the age of 17 because both csk and rajasthan royals as you would recall were banned at the time in 2018 the guy was picked up by his current squad for a bank breaking rupees 6.2 crore all i need to know is who is this young cricketer all right so that was the question as i mentioned earlier you can go to @quiztime india on facebook and instagram or you can go to the podcast studio 41 handles on facebook instagram and twitter and let us know what the answer was and with that we come to the end of the episode manas thank you so much for joining me on the show it has been an absolute pleasure to quiz with you and uh, hopefully 
उम्मीद करते हैं कि आप फिर से आइए मे बी वी कैन डू आईपीएल स्पेशल समे इनशालाइन This brings us to the end of another episode. Thank you for joining me. Remember to follow the podcast and share the podcast with all your friends, especially all of those in lockdown. Until next time, take care. Thank you for your time. You can thank me for mine.